The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Tuesday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Herdad Sports. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. Plenty of room to jump in here this first hour. 489-1240. 489-1240. Can join us. 800-825-5865. And watch the show on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity. Radio in hour one will run down Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Plenty of things for Coach Rule to discuss on a Tuesday during the bye week. Uh, a call out in loving fashion of Nebraska's RB1, or, well, he hopes to be RB1 if he can hold on to the football. We'll get there on Anthony Grant. Pretty pointed words and not throwing under the bus or backing the bus up, but Nebraska, if you want them going to postseason in Arizona or Detroit or, dare I say, pinstripe, I mean, you can go down the list, right, of of bull opportunities if things really get crazy and fun for Nebraska in the second half of the season. It's going to be Anthony Grant with some uh, 100-yard rushing days and some zero fumble days. So we'll go there in a little bit. Uh, of course, Mitch Sherman this hour. Matt Schick will join us of ESPN and Schick and Nick fame coming up in hour two. And then the Gentleman Jim. Uh, I need a Gentleman Jack right now. The weather's awesome. But Gentleman Jim Walden, longtime coach, going to join us in hour two. Love his thoughts on Nebraska, but also the Pac-12 because it's a well, Oregon-Washington showcase this weekend. So college football in our mind. The mayor was uh, alive and well in Minneapolis as Coach Hoiberg took to the microphone for Big Ten Media Days. Nebraska pegged 12th. They'll need to do a little bit better than that. I think they could. So uh, a lot on the table here. And somebody owes me a steak. Oh, now you're going to ask for it. Uh, even the fact I was up. I think we were up. We were even. I don't think we were. I think really? I all time. Maybe you were up all, the all, past year. all time. This is one of those records like all time. I probably owe you a half a cow. You do. <laughs> I mean, all time. If we're going all time, I think it's think of the, the rivalry record. That's not really a rivalry. Colorado, Nebraska. Not recently, mind you. But that's that's how things had been going. But you've had your shots in there. You've won your share of steak and beer bets. Just not last night. What was that? Sixteen to twelve? Was that the score? I Seventeen, was, thirteen, something I, like that. I was picking I know, a I steak and a beer bet. At eight o'clock. I was picking a steak and a beer bet with my heart. Um, my roommate's a big Packers fan. I was really on his side last night. I also hate the Raiders, being a Broncos fan. So it was. They tell you to bet with your head, not your heart. And yesterday, the steak and a beer bet was with my with my heart instead of my mm-hmm. head. And I'm I'm reaping the consequences today. I've accepted it. I've I've just come to discover that Jordan Love, maybe he's not a good NFL quarterback after all. He had a couple of bad picks last night. I think two of the three at least were bad. I think you could maybe argue all three. And hey, the Raiders deserved the win last night. It's as simple as that. As much as it pains me to say, the Packers were just not the better football team. 
Can't stand Josh McDaniels after what he did to the Broncos. Uh, I can't stand the Raiders as a whole, just based on their history with the Broncos. Uh, no, and, and, it's, and, it's and, confession. You're you're fine. Keep going. Sometimes evil wins in this world, <laughs> and we saw that last night. Wow, <laughs> man, that that's that's straight out of some superhero movie. I like it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this heart v head and and bring it back to Nebraska for a moment. Your heart tells you what? That that Matt Rule, you're you're hoping as a Nebraska fan, Matt Rule can do the impossible. They sweep their next three, and then they split. They go two and one against Wisconsin, Iowa, Maryland. And these these guys get to eight. That's what your heart's hoping for. Your heart's really honestly hoping for for six or better. But your head tells you what? And let's lay this out. Let's lay the seriousness of the situation out on offense. Your your running back that was close to a grand last year is having fumble problems. Your quarterback situation is to the point where they've got to make some plays downfield against these future defenses they're going to be facing. That's that's very real. Oh, and, and by the way, your your best big play threat on offense has been Marcus Washington. He is done with an ACL, and that sucks because he's a good dude. Sucks for anybody, but it really sucks for him because he's a big-bodied wideout that there was some comfort there. Well, and, So, heart or head question here, what do you believe about this wide receiver group being able to grow up here in accelerated fashion? They've been brought along slowly. There's requirements to get on the field, playbook requirements, and the, the talent's there. It's not a question of talent, but with Doss, with Lloyd, with Malachi, you're going to need all three of them, man. And can you get all three of them up to speed to contribute? That's, that's the charge, and, and that's what needs to happen. And, and can you take care of the football while you're at it running the football? Now, I want to go to Washington here just real fast here because I don't want to, to skirt over that loss and how no. big it is. I think Marcus Washington, he might not get drafted this year, especially now coming off a knee injury. That's a tough injury to, to face before you, we, we can assume, try to make your, your, your name for yourself in the pros. And I think he was a guy that was going to find a spot on a roster some way, somewhere, somehow. He's a guy that, that plays the game the right way. I've been impressed with him every time I've seen him on the field. Was he Trey Palmer? No, and we saw how Trey Palmer slid last year, but Trey Palmer has also worked his way up into being a guy who's getting some pretty significant snaps as a rookie for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't think Trey Palmer is necessarily the best example. I mean, but a guy that can can find a spot in a practice squad, get his way at a 53-man roster, do what needs to be done from him on special teams. He was a guy that I think had a professional He's future mature. in front of him. Mature, exactly. That's the right word I'd use. Now you look at it, man, coming off a knee injury, especially at this point, we're usually talking a 9- to 12-month recovery. That's a guy who's going to then miss a lot of rookie minicamp. Might not even be a full go for your first ever NFL training camp. That's a rough spot to be in for Marcus Washington. So I want to start off this conversation by talking about him and just saying, man, I feel for him on a day like today. The fact that your future has now become a little bit cloudy based on a senior year knee injury. So really, really feel for Marcus Washington. I, I think he had a bright future. I still think he has a bright future, but it's going to be some uphill sledding for him over the next probably 12 months or so trying to find his spot into the ranks of professional football. Now on to the, the freshman receivers that Nebraska have. That I mean, they really need to step up because Nebraska's receivers 
that are still remaining, still able to being played, have a combined 32 receptions on the year. 20 of those come from Billy Kemp. And whenever you look at the, the guys outside of Billy Kemp, all but Alex Bullock are actually being uh, outpaced in terms of re- receptions per game by Anthony Grant. Anthony Grant has three receptions on the year. Alex Bullock has seven. Nobody else has three aside from Billy Kemp in that wide receiver room right now. Oh, man, does Garrett McGuire have his work cut out for him over the next couple of weeks trying to get those guys ready to go, and that, that's not a good thing. He's got an uh, – talk about uphill battles. He's got an uphill battle to face through the bye week and through the next couple of weeks of October to get his guys, his freshmen, geared up because it's not really the place you want to be thrusting a freshman wide receiver into. Uh, you're going to have to find some guys that are going to step up, and you're glad that Jaden Doss is back from that forearm injury mm-hmm. now. You, that's a that's a, a huge time to get him back before the bye week, getting him geared up, because you're going to need him over the next couple of weeks. You're going to need Malachi Coleman. You're going to need Jalen Lloyd. You're going to need all those guys to finish the season. And Oh, man, I don't think any Husker fan out there likes what Nebraska has in the wide receiver room right now, and and it's it's kind of just you been the story the, of the offense You love the potential. Year, right? You love the potential of them. Are they ready now? Are they mature enough? We go back to that word in maturity. Marcus Washington, very mature team guy, uh, did it all. And uh, was your big play threat. Uh, Doss, Lloyd, Coleman. Doss has battled back. Lloyd has seen some time. Malachi's got some more time. Uh, and all three need to, to suck it up and, and buy in if you're a Nebraska fan. And they want to do it for themselves and their teammates, obviously. But... It's easier said than done uh, with that freshman year when you're being kind of thrown into the deep end. Let's hear from Matt Rule on the young guys at wide receiver. How do you manage that wide receiver spot? You're at by now, and you've got a week to, to get better together and then get them ready for Northwestern and beyond. Yeah, I mean, Malachi played on Friday. Jaden Doss played on Friday. Jalen Lloyd played on Friday. I think all three of them have to be ready to go. So all three of them um, have come a long way. They've gotten better and better and better. Um, you know, they, they, they appeared ready to be ready to go on Friday night. And uh, I think this is a great week for them to, you know, we went out and practice practice today. So we, you know, those guys need to step up and I, I'm sure they will. But yeah, you talk about the fact that they played on Friday, Schmitty. They played to Malachi Coleman, one reception for five yards. Jalen Lloyd, zero receptions for zero yards. And Jaden Doss, zero receptions for zero yards. They were on the field, and they were doing their other jobs. But are they able to, to contribute, like, in, in all facets? Or are you limiting an already very limited offense anyway? I mean, it's, it's dire with what you can do on offense. And that, that safety blanket has been running the football. And and now that's a bit in question because of, of the fumbles. Well, and, and if there is a silver lining to this week, Schmitty, it's that... You don't have to play anybody. You just play <laughs> you don't you play to, each other and you try and get better. You don't have to play anybody. You have a, a week to, to get healthy and get better. And hey, where you have the, the really debilitating injuries at the wide receiver spot, not the offensive line. And we've seen Nebraska, they want their bread and butter to be running the football this year. So if there's a silver lining to take away from it, it's, hey, you, you lost the position on on your offense, which probably had the least production on the year anyway. And part of that was due to the, the guys in the room. Part of that's been due to injuries mm-hmm. as the year has gone on. Part of it's how you want your offense to be constructed. But receiver spot has not been the focal spot of the offense coming into this year. So you're not expecting to put a huge burden onto those freshman receivers. It's not USC. It's not Colorado. It's not these guys getting targeted 10 to 15 times per game. 
it's still going to be a chance for these guys to develop while on the field in a way that you're hoping doesn't limit their development because you're throwing them in too early. I mean, you're not going to be putting a lot on their plates this season. You're putting more than you would have liked to, I think, but it's not your offensive line. I mean, you've, you've already lost a fair number of running backs, but could be worse, I guess. It's question park. It's, it's dude. <laughs> it's, be it's bare bones now. All right, we we'll get to more of your comments. But I, I think you'd rather throw in a freshman wide receiver for significant snaps in a freshman offensive lineman. Is what, what the, the heart of my point I'm trying to make? No, is. I, totally. But it's not. I mean, the guys playing now played as freshmen, and and they never really they, they've gotten a little bit better, but they're still a work in progress from what you want to be on the offensive line. Chris chimes in. So happy that I was wrong. Herbie's will not go. Two and ten. That's right. They are three and three. That works. More from Matt Rule on the wideout, specifically getting Doss back and uh, the other options they have. Yeah, I think the fact that yeah, there wasn't anything with his lower body. I mean, you know, our guys do a great job of keeping guys in shape. You know, he broke his arm, so we just had to wait for it to heal. The most and um, once it healed, you know, he's been integrated back in. So he was out, you know, back in for a week and then. A little something, I think maybe, I can't remember Michigan week if he was up or not, forgive me, but then he was up obviously last week and, you know, actually called a reverse for him in the game. Uh, Sat did and they checked out of it because they were blitz in the corner. But uh, Jaden's a really good player. Jalen's a really good player. Malachi's a really good player. Ty Han stepped up. Bullock, I thought, made the plays we all know Bullock's capable of making. So uh, we'll need those guys to, we'll need those guys to go. Brightside, I gotta love it. What was that? Yeah, Someone uh, hacking I, I in? was confused for a second. I had football reference pulled up, and they had an autoplay ad going that ah. I, that I had to quickly mute. So. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Cruz chimes in. Love hearing from Cruz. As a Nebraska fan, I feel good that the next three games, uh, about the next three games, where our defense is. Northwestern's got an interim coach. Purdue not as strong as they have been in the past. And well, there's Michigan State. <laughs> Uh, uh, they'll have an interim coach. They have an interim coach. So it's time to capitalize for Nebraska, but you're going with uh, some some youths or, or, or youths. Um, uh, Brett emails in, chris at hailvarsity.com. Run the damn ball. Guy loves this offense. Where are the tight ends? Good question. you got Borkature, and uh, you've got Fedoni. Fedoni's been there. He's been a target. He's been a primary option. But... You've got Bonner you can throw to. Uh, that's the, He made his first career catch just uh, the other day on a big third down conversion, oh. I believe. And according to football reference, one reception for five yards on the year for Bonner. Spider two, why banana? <laughs> Wear it out. I mean, you just dive into the numbers, though, and you get worried because it's fleeks, two receptions for six yards. Emmett Johnson, two receptions for 20 yards. Anthony Grant, three receptions for 12. Bonner, one for five. You have Ty Hahn, one reception for 21 yards on the year. Uh, Malachi Coleman, one for five. Uh, Jalen Lloyd, one reception for 19 yards. And you have Alex Bullocks, seven for 119. And Billy Kemp, 20 receptions for 219 yards. This is essentially what Nebraska has in terms of receiving threats this year. And I guess I'll throw Fedoni in there as well, 12 for 157. Hmm? That's what Nebraska has. Right. And how many fumbles does their backfield have? Quarterback and running backs together. They lead college football. It's 14, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that the number? And, and Harburg has is, is only lost one. To his credit, he's jumped on it. We'll hear a little bit more this hour. More <laughs> of your comments 
coming into the Stream Hail Varsity YouTube channel can watch the show. Listen that way, wherever you hear us across the Hail Varsity Radio Network, and also on the Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at H Varsity Radio. But we'll get to some of Coach Rule's comments about Anthony Grant, the running game, the expectation, and uh, really identity moving forward but it is a bye week matt schick with us in less than an hour his take on the big red and some of the options for the college football playoff jim walton hall of fame coach longtime nebraska guy his take as well on the pac-12 race and yes nebraska mitch sherman's on the way